This is the Hitting the Ice Podcast. I'm Jonah. I'm Nathan. And as always, brought to you by us. Today we have an interesting episode. I think you guys will personally like it. And we want, and some announcements first. First off, me and Nathan have been talking, and first of all, this whole process has been a little bit overwhelming. You know, we took a break, tried getting back, but first of all, I don't know if there's any YouTube creators listening or whatever, but big shout out to you because, oh my God, the YouTube grind is insane, okay? I I don't know if I'm like, this, the YouTube videos might be coming out a bit later. It is five hours, okay? You got to record, then re-record, then find images, and then edit. So that's a grind. Doing this whole podcast is a grind. We're exhausted, so we might just end it off, but we wanted to make these last three episodes. We'll republish Peace Go Lips Go. Don't worry if you're a personal friend or anything. You can always talk to us about hockey. We're always so interested. And even if you're not, just write a comment on YouTube or on Instagram or wherever, or on even this podcast app. I, me and Nathan will be sure to respond if it's about hockey, most likely. Most likely. So, yeah, without further ado, should we start? Uh, sure. Okay, let's hit the ice. So, I have had a thing. So, here's the deal. I want to talk about briefly misplays and plays, and don't worry, I'll tie all this in. And how much do you value good things compared to bad things? Because I think that's interesting. You might not get, not you, Nathan, like I'm speaking generally, people listening, you might not get it at first, but I'll hint at it. Yes, it has a Leafs connection. It's about a certain trade. Nathan, do you know which trade I'm talking about? Uh, I might. Go on. Okay. And then we might hit you up with some, you know, bold predictions, bold misplays and plays, if there's time. Maybe as a little end to it. So, Nathan, which trade do you think I'm talking about? Um, maybe the Nazem Kadri trade? That's exactly right. And this time, we did not prep before. Usually, we do. There was no prep. I did not set that up. He actually got it. So, the first thing I want to talk about is, why do we as fans like misplays more than plays? And this will all tie in later. Because my overall question was, was it the right move trading Kadri? He did so much good for us, but even the little bad he did, we shipped him off. So I've been thinking long and hard, and here's why I think. If you're watching plays of the month, there's a one in 31 chance you will see your team, right? Well, depending on how good your team and what happens. So it's not exactly one in 31, but assume everybody's on an equal playing field. There's a 1 in 31 chance you'll get a lot of entertainment. When you're watching misplays of the month, you're rooting for everybody except your team. So there's a 30 out of 31 chance that you'll get entertainment. I think that is why we like looking at misplays more than plays. I think that's very well put. Honestly, I don't have anything to add. Okay. So let's draw back to the original question. What was the right move? Do we trade Kadri? What is your call? Forget what Tyson Berry did. Forget all the after trades. Forget. Just look at what Kadri did strictly. Should have we kept Kadri? Well, there 
it's not a simple question. There are two sides of this argument. One is he had so much regular season and playoff. Well, a little bit of playoff because he always got suspended. Um, so we had regular season production. So you want to keep a guy who's on a cheap-ish contract with regular season production. That's fine. I agree there. But when it gets to the playoffs and when it matters most, Kadri just wasn't there. Right. And I'll argue the other side saying that, yeah, but Kadri led you there. And even if he's not there all the time, the times that he's not suspended, he is there. And it's not like he tries to get suspended. That's not his that's not his motive. He's just trying to help his team. Right, but I think at some point Kyle Dubis is just like I, I, I need my players to play and not get suspended. Like, you know? Well, let's look at this from a fan's perspective. As a fan I believe there were two reasons Dubas traded him. The first one was more minor. It wasn't as big, but the playoffs, we had to shake something up, and Kadri, wasn't, Kadri didn't even play. You might as well ship him. But number two, the bigger reason was his contract. But th- we got to remember, that's a very expensive deal for a third-line center, I think. What is his contract, like six, seven? I think it's more like four or five, but yeah, it should be six or seven. Right. Oh, I thought it was way higher. Four or five, I think that's a little expensive for a third-line center, right? Yeah, definitely. But he's not a third-line center. He's like a regular team's first or second-line center. And that's why Dubas could get a good return for him. The return wasn't great. The return could have been better. Had Tyson Berry done been like Tyson Berry and Kerfoot been like Kerfoot and I'm not going to say Callie Rosen because he was not traded it was basically Michael Hutchinson because we traded for Michael Hutchinson for Callie Rosen so yes we traded off Hutchinson he was doing terribly I like that we got back two players that are good but do they compare to Kadri well there's a couple ways to look at it one, you just look at how many points they produce. Or two, you can look at more of the impact they have on the game. Like, Nazim Kadri was a guy who, you know, he would deliver big hits. And when he was on the ice, he could play defense as well as offense. And then you got a guy like Tyson Berry, who's more of an offensive defenseman. His plus-minus was really low. And it didn't seem like he had that much of an impact on a game. But Tyson Berry's points plus Alex Kerfoot's points were likely more than Kadri's points. So, but then we look at how bad Hutchinson was, and it's it's rough. I know we make fun of Hutchinson a lot on this podcast, but maybe mainly over the last three episodes. And I'm sorry to you, Michael Hutchinson and Michael Hutchinson fans. We we don't hate the guy. In fact, I actually thought he was going to be the next big goalie up until last year before he started sucking. I'm like, yep, when Anderson is gone, we'll be fine. We have this guy. But that clearly wasn't the case. And like I always said from day one with Derek Sparks and with Michael Hutchinson, the Leafs are masters at rushing goalie development. I mean, yeah, you were right. You, you can't send a goalie in that early, but we're getting off track. But my point is that you – so wait, do you think it was a good deal or not? Strip away what Kerf, what Kerfoot and Barry did. 
suppose you're going to make the deal. You don't know what's going to happen next year. Okay? Wipe this year clean. Is it a good deal? Yes, I think it is. Can I explain why I don't think so? Sure. Okay. First of all, Kerfoot is a third-line center. So you're majorly downgraded there. Second of all, Barry, yes, we need a right-handed defenseman. I get that argument. You could also move Travis Dermott to the right side, which they did. And it's not like Barry did particularly well. I mean... But you wouldn't have known that. Right. And Barry was decent. And yeah, you might think, well, we're getting two good players and only sending one good player. But my argument is that you can't just say Kadri. First of all, that's a pretty cheap deal. Four or five million dollars. That's pretty cheap. Like, I know that's still a lot of money. And especially in hockey with the cap. But it's not like it's too crazy. It's not like you're William Nylander wanting Matthews and Marner money when you're clearly not that good. Right? Right. And I think Kadri is a player, this will sound crazy, but he values a lot his team. He puts his team first. And that sounds ridiculous, but think about it. Why does he get suspended? Because of his team. He doesn't even care that he's losing money or that he's getting suspended. He just likes his team. Okay, they shifted him around. I think it was two years ago before the podcast, or maybe it was last year. They shifted his line around constantly. They went from third line to first line to second line to third to second to first to second. It was like a whirlwind. But they went on a hot streak, and they Kadri didn't care. He was just happy to play. Can you imagine going from a player like Kadri getting put on the third line? If you're a first-line center getting put on the third line and you're completely okay with that, that's special, in my opinion, to your team. I mean, yeah, I, I totally see where you're coming from. Um, what if Nick Backstrom or TJ Oshie played on the third line? It would be crazy, but at some point, like, the Leafs needed a right-handed defenseman, and Kadri was the guy that had to go. But I think that there were other ways to get that. There are a lot of other guys that had to go. Right. Kapanen and Janssen did phenomenal the year before, but they did not do as well as expectations were. I think you should have shipped one of them, and you didn't. Well, this year we shipped both. Both of them, yeah. When last year, they were both probably valued a lot higher. Totally. I think that just, like, what's the word? And that, Oh, yeah, hindsight, 2020. But, um, yeah, I just don't know why, as fans, we judge, not that we judge players that poorly, but we just often, and this isn't just about Kadri, I just think that usually I just don't care how good they've done. If you make one mistake, especially when it matters most, you're off the team. That's wrong because they did so much good that outweighs the bad. Well, he made more than one mistake, and he suspended back-to-back years against the same team. It's just not, you know. In fairness to him, we went to seven both games. But he only played seven of the 14 games. Right. So he played half, but, like, he did it for his teammate. I don't think it was necessary to get to make a big enough hit to get suspended. Maybe he didn't just, get a, like just fight then. Go to uh, go back to episode three. What is it? Episode fifty six. Oh yeah, 
I, I know it's very unprofessional, but on that note, just a quick detour, just a quick halfway point. We will be probably republishing Go Leafs Go, so it hears after this. So if you hear Go Leafs Go as episode 57 and you're like, what the heck are they talking about? They recorded three more and then just stopped. Okay. It's been, like we said, really exhausting. We'll keep the YouTube, keep the Instagram, keep the podcast. And, but you're most likely not going to get another episode. But yeah, um, on that detour, feels like we need to say a lot in this episode, but it's still going to be a good time. But if you just go back to episode three, Kadri to get suspended, like I didn't want him to get to, as, as a fan of the team, you don't want him to get suspended. Realistically, should he? Yes, but not for that many games. I think people were being a little harsh on him. And just saying, I know this is another biased perspective, but I think, uh, what, was it DeBrusque? Yeah. I think he was flopping a little bit. Okay, I mean, that's fair, but with all due respect to Kadri and every Kadri fan out there, he did it twice. And the second time, the punishment has to be more severe than the first. Yes, but the teammate also got hit twice. It's like it just reference baseball. Like, not saying that this is the exact same thing. They're pretty different, but some players just get in their head. Like Middleton, just for the NBA, Middleton. Even everybody knows about Paul George and his struggles in the playoffs. But like, he's not. I don't. I think he's a very good player, just not in the playoffs. Some people just can't do well. Clint Kershaw. He knows he can't do well. Some people just can't handle the stress and the pressure that comes with the postseason. I mean, yeah, but you're saying that right after the Dodgers win the World Series. So. Kershaw didn't help them as much as he should have. Right. Okay. Euler did really well. Seeger did really well. They pulled Snell. There was a lot going into that formula. And they have Betts right. and Bellinger. I think that's enough said. Right. People that don't know baseball are probably wondering what we're talking about. Yeah. Basically, the Dodgers are the NBA's Golden State Warriors. If you don't know NBA, they are a powerhouse. Every player in their lineup, I think, is amazing. Yeah. Or at least everybody can perform well enough. They're all above that. Yeah, definitely. They have a great, great team. Talking about the Warriors, Steph Curry dropped 62 points last night. Very impressive, Mr. Steph. Yet his team still sucks. It it will suck. Yeah, uh, if anyone here is a World Juniors fan, some semifinals action tonight, Canada versus Russia and USA versus Finland. I'm calling Canada and Finland. Let's get wild. Yeah. Um, the obvious pick is USA, but... Come on. These are supposed to be some bold predictions. Great transition. Totally. So, bold predictions. I don't want to make just complete bold predictions, but I want to do, like, keeping with the theme of talking about really good and really bad, let's make the boldest high predictions. 
in the least bold low predictions, right? Not the least bold, but like very high predictions and very low. Very high prediction is that hmm. oh yeah, and just some NHL news we haven't covered just quickly. Chara's leaving Chara, I believe, is on the Capitals. I just got yeah. Boston quickly. Um, okay, playoff time. You get Lightning, Bruins, Leafs. Oh wait, new divisions. I have to go check. I need to go to my photo album. They should have it here. Yeah, okay. In the North Division, I have, in no specific order, Vancouver at the top, following with Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. But I want them to play each other. So Edmonton and Calgary with Toronto and Winnipeg as the wild card. They will play. I don't know which one they'll play, so I'll just choose any division, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I still haven't chosen yet. Let's just move divisions, figure that out later. In the West, I have Colorado winning it with Vegas and St. Louis. St. Louis actually might win it. They got Petrangelo. But they're going to go there. Yeah, I'll probably say, and then we already have two wild cards. Other conference, I have Boston with Pittsburgh playing Washington. Philly has a wild card for now with, yeah, let's, maybe also the Islanders will come back with Tampa winning the other division. Dallas plays Carolina. But I'm trying to decide, Nashville or New York should make the playoffs? I'm going to go with, I don't know. Who should I go with? It's up to you. Let's go with the Islanders. And then in that, I think Calgary will beat Edmonton. Vancouver will beat Toronto. I'm sorry to say it. I'm going to try not to be biased. Colorado beats Winnipeg. St. Louis beats Vegas. St. Louis beats Colorado. Vancouver beats Calgary. And Vancouver is in the finals. On the other side, I think Tampa will beat New York. I think Boston will beat Philadelphia. I think Washington will beat Pittsburgh. Actually, Pittsburgh might be a wild card, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Dallas is going to destroy Carolina. Dallas will play Tampa. Tampa will win. Washington will play Boston. Boston will cream them. Tampa, Boston. Tampa wins. Tampa, Vancouver. What a matchup. That'll be amazing. And I think Tampa will win for some low predictions. Worst team in the league. We're heading out. You know what's coming. It's you know me. You know who my least favorite team is. Not least favorite team from a fan's perspective. Easy the Bruins. I hate the Bruins from a fan's perspective. From a, oh my God, I hate the roster so much. Make up a decision. Are you contending? Or are you going, or are you rebuilding? Easily, if you know me, it's the Wild. I hate the Wilds, GM. I hate their coaching staff. I hate every management decision. Fire them, get someone new, and make a decision. They will be worse, not worst in the league, but they will continue their trend of just sucking. Worst in the league, San Jose. San Jose, I'm or LA. Those three teams, that division. 
Okay, I think I'll just share my best team and worst team from each division. Okay. So, best in the Canadian division, I think I got to go with Edmonton. I think, like, all bias aside for the Leafs, I think this year is Edmonton's year to come through. Best team in the Pacific slash Central. I got to go with Colorado. The top line's great. The second line's great. The defense is good. And their goalies are quite good, too. I think they have, like, an all-around great team. Okay. Now, the Atlantic slash Central Division. The best team's got to be Tampa, like you said. Um, You know, just won a championship, and they're looking for more. And then the Metropolitan Division. Slash. I got to – yeah, I got to think – Like, I want to say Washington, but I don't know. I think I'll go Washington, Ovechkin, you know, never too old to score a lot of goals. And then worst team from each division, work backwards from the Metropolitan Division. I think the worst team has to be New Jersey. Same. Jersey's going to be pick. Yeah. I think in Atlantic slash Central, the worst team has to be Detroit. Detroit. Pacific slash Although, Central. I think the Columbus sneaky little bottom pick. I think they're not going to do good. I think worse than the Pacific slash Central goes to LA. Okay, I think San Jose personally, but yeah. Okay, I think the worst team in the Canadian Division will be the Ottawa Senators. Right. Even though they landed in Matt Mark. One more prediction I want to hear because this is a big one. Where will Connor McDavid be traded to? What team will – oh, um, look, I don't think McDavid's getting traded, but if he does – Well, if Edmonton misses. Right, then he might be traded, yeah, could be. So, I know you might not like this, but I think I think he could go to Minnesota. I completely agree. I, it's not that I don't like it. I, that would be a perfect move because McDavid's the type of player that can bring a team to contention – or you can build a team around him if you rebuild. I think he'd be okay with that. I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, and I think Minnesota has the prospects, players, and draft picks to make a deal for McDavid. Yeah, they just and caps don't play. choose to use them, and it drives me insane. Develop your prospects, trade for – they don't trade for anybody, but they also don't trade anybody. You're either a buyer or a seller. There is no in-between, and it drives me crazy. Right. Anyways, that might wrap it up. I don't know when. Even the YouTube video about why hockey is fair, I I don't know when that's going up. I mean, I might release them later, not because I'm lazy. That's partly because of it, and it's a lot of work. I'll try. I might get it out today. I probably will. So it's either going to come out normal time I might spread it out just because this isn't our last episode because Peace Go Leaks Go will be published after. But from a recording standpoint, the time we're recording this, yes, this is our last episode. So thanks for everybody staying with us. It's been a grind, but in immortal words of someone, they, someone had to say it, all good things must come to an end. Yeah. There's a start and an ending to everything. And hey, 
What's the date today? January 2nd, is it? No. No, wait. What am I talking about? January 4th. January 4th. Excuse me there. I don't know what I was thinking. I believe our first episode, I'm not sure, is on March 21st. So, yeah, I don't know how many days it's been, but we're getting close. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to quickly calculate that. Do you want to say anything quickly? Uh, no, I think you covered it all. You, there's not anything you want to say? Like, I just I just need time. Like, I just need a little time. Oh, okay. No. Um, I mean, yeah, That's thanks good. again to all our fans for supporting us along the way. It's been a fun time. It has been a fun time. That was really well said. So, I believe it's been about in seven weeks. Not exactly, because it's more like seven weeks yesterday or something close to that. So that's not the exact time, but I believe seven weeks today will be our, you know, day after our anniversary. So that's special. Um, yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I think I covered them all. Yeah, so let's end off the let's start the new year with a let's start the new year with a good note. Let's end this with a bang. I am most likely gonna go edit the next episode. So if last time I did voiceovers, if you hear me do a post editing, that is being recorded on the same day. Just a little fun fact. And yeah, wanna sign them off? Let's hit the locker room, or in this case, stay at home. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to, I know you just said it, and I'm really sorry that I cut you off, but I have one last thing to say that I forgot, and I'm so sorry. To all those people that may watch J.R. Smith, or, and watch him forget how much time is left, or watch someone else make a terrible play and think, how are they on our team? Just remember, they've done, they may have done bad there, but they've also done so much good. And remember to weigh it out evenly. Everybody's human. We all make mistakes. Let's not judge people. Sorry. Want to say it again? Yeah, that was well said. Let's at the locker room. Or in this case.